Hi, everybody. Welcome back to C3 Podcast. This is your host, Ricky Joe. And tonight, we are going to talk about the looting and the rioting last year. Now, I'm not going to get into details about what exactly happened here in the U.S. with the rioting and the looting um, since the death of George Floyd. It is more basic, um, on the basis, actually, about what happened after the fact and around um, the time of last year with all of the chaos. I mean, on one Instagram page um, called Poly Exit, um, there is a video, or actually there was a video of in Portland, Antifa or rioters were chanting um, F your Jesus. Now, at first, for me, you know, I commented, like, you know, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they are doing. Because in that moment, um, I truly believe that the, these people did not truly understand who Jesus really is. And that they are so influenced by the devil and other people who keep choosing to do his bidding. And someone commented on my comment about that saying that no they know exactly what they are doing um in regards with chanting you know in unison f your jesus which is true and also sad and i'll get more into that um as well so at that time i honestly debated myself if I was even using that scripture, forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they're doing, um, even appropriately for such a um, moment, I want to call it. Because even for me, you know, I would, before I accepted Jesus into my life, I made a lot of jokes in regards to God and about Jesus, and I laughed at my friend's jokes in regards about religion itself. And to me, you know, in the current age where, you know, I am seeking Jesus, I'm trying to read my Bible more and trying to make more changes um, by Jesus that he calls me to be and as to also die to my flesh. A lot of my thinking as I am healing and as he is renewing a lot of um, my views from even 10 years ago, you know, there's a lot of dramatic changes that happen, you know. So even when I saw that video of, you know, after Jesus and I naively thought like, oh, forgive the father for they um, don't know what they're doing. But nowadays you have to really ask Holy Spirit to dis- to help you discern um, just anybody that you um, come into contact with because you just don't know what kind of influence that, influences that they're dealing with. And as even with other believers, I know a lot of Christians that unfortunately support abortion. I know a lot of Christians that are so pro-Black Lives Matter movement, not the statement itself, but the movement, 
you know, which that movement is run by witches and Marxists and a whole bunch of other demonic um, influences in that whole organization. But that is not um, a topic that I personally want to delve in. But I know a lot of other Christians that talk about it, a lot of conservatives that have thorough research and knowledge on that. But tonight is not about BLM itself. It's about that this one incident, incident with those writers chanting that statement. And for me personally, you know, I um, support police officers. I support our military, you know, firefighters, doctors. You know, it does not mean I blindly and naively um, give all my loyalty to those peoples and organizations. It is um, more of if, you know, they are doing the job properly, you know, they are trying to keep everybody safe, they're trying to fight for our nation, or they're trying to fight for people's rights, and whatever position it is, you know, personally, if anybody in any position is doing wrong and any type of wickedness that they should not have that position, then surely they should be removed immediately, in my honest opinion. And I truly believe, and I've spoken about this on my own personal Instagram, that I believe in individual accountability. Doesn't matter what race, what gender you are, or what type of abilities you have, or who you know, what kind of stealth, um, stealth, what kind of wealth class you came from. You know, wrong is wrong, and if you um, are doing questionable activity, which involves in um, doing something illegally against the law, and you're holding that type of position, you need to be removed from that position ASAP, because you have no right to be there at all. So to me, um, it's not a matter of who voted for who or who's in what um bipartisan party or whatever. It's just a matter of understanding and seeing what God sees. Because even in situations like that, with people chanting F your Jesus, I'm God wants, you know, he wanted me to see this and he wanted to see how I would react to it. Not a matter of like, you know, acting like, oh, Jesus is my homie. Like I would, you know, do such and such you know, because people curse his name. It's a matter of him seeing if I would react in a way where I believe that them shouting F your Jesus is not okay. You know, they don't know Jesus. They don't know God the way I do. And that's very insulting. Does it mean that I'm going to go complain and, you know, um, start talking about like, oh, well, F these people too or whatever. No, it's not like that at all. You know, even in the Bible, which I know is really one of the hardest scriptures to live by, but it does say to pray for your enemies. And so unfortunately, even with all the wickedness that is being done, you know, in the world, and I understand that there may be some people from the opposite um, view of what I believe in may say, that like, oh yeah, we're going to pray that, you know, this person that we just don't like just because like gets removed from office or whatever. It is a matter of even in any situations, you got to pause, 
ask Holy Spirit to give you God's wisdom and guidance in all of this. Because even certain situations, God is going to be like, no, just remove yourself from all of that. You are in no position to be handling that. And he will appoint somebody else to go and do um, business in the name, in his name, of course. And I completely understand that because to be kind of honest, everybody, I, especially for me being um, nearly 10 years as a believer, my flesh will want to throw hands. <laughs> and it's not the holy type either, you know, where God says like, you know, lay hands on um, those and pray for them and, you know, deliver them from evil and um, demons and all, but it's, <laughs> I want to throw physical hands, <laughs> but God is like, no, rain in that temper, walk away, Ricky Joe, and let me settle, that I will send someone else. And sometimes that person that he sends has a more gentle nature or a more firm and courageous um, foundation that God has built that person on as well. So, you know, even when I commented, you know, naively saying, oh, forgive the fire for um, they do not know what they are doing. God used that person to not entirely call me out, but to point out that even when we minister to people that are even heavily influenced by the, by the devil himself, that they just choose to not abide by God's word and his calling to live righteously and purely. You know, it's just that simple. And sometimes you want to keep ministering to that person and just pray one day that they will take that seed that has been planted in them and thrive in the name of Jesus and accept Christ and get baptized and all that. But they just choose not to because they love they unfortunately love living in their sin. They're complacent. They're comfortable in allowing sin to basically take the wheel instead of Jesus, right? There's that song by Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel. Unfortunately, a lot of people nowadays, they rather sin their sin that they choose to keep festering in to take hold of their lives and to continue in doing whatever it is that they want to because they're so comfortable, so they're so complacent. Unfortunately, in this world, change, and that is God's change within their lives, is scary to them. And also the fact that the devil doesn't want them to understand and to know and experience the life that God has prepared for them if they were to ever choose Jesus. So even for me, you know, with this um, year of recovery, I am finding myself convicted a lot. And I understand some people may hear convicted and they'll run the complete opposite direction, like Joseph and Potiphar's wife. But <laughs> no, it conviction is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just he sees that, hey, you're still holding on to this. Hey, you need to surrender this to me so you can continue to be transformed. I can't transform you if you're still holding on to all of this. I can't heal you if you're allowing yourself to have this open wound. 
and you not let me heal you. So, and you know, I mentioned this in my authority story, I believe that we all have free will, you know, thank God that we were blessed to have free will because God created us to choose to obey him, to love him, to seek after him. But unfortunately, we take advantage of that free will and abuse it for whatever reasons it may be. So just for the conclusion of this episode, you know, no matter what um, political, social issue is going on, whether it's locally or um, internationally, uh, for you, sometimes we just need to take a pause before we try to misuse scripture for whatever it is it may be, and just ask Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom and the guidance in that situation. And oftentimes, you'll just have to walk away and not say anything. And other times, you have to prepare to do something that, you know, God wants you to do in that moment. So until then, guys, take care. Be safe. Ahoy ho. Have a good night.